Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash, but the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, trashlings, and welcome back to Space Trash. Lifestyles of the rich in Uranus, and I'm Sarah Armour. And I'm Molly Walshine, and this is our special Super Bowl edition. I don't think it's as anything, but when I was sending you the Zoom link, I don't know if you noticed the title of it. I did. You titled it Superb Owl. Is there anything to that? I don't know if it has legs. It has wings. <laughs> no, you know what? Okay. So I told Sarah, Sarah's wearing comic book headphones, big white headphones. And she had on like these big aviator blue light blocking glasses and a freaking like Bob Marley hat. And I was like, you look like a drawing on the side of a tote bag in the 2000s, you know, like, cause she just looked so like hipster, cool. Like 2008, I live in Williamsburg. So here's what the slogan is underneath your face on the tote bag. Superb owl. Oh my God. So we did it, Harold. Yo, we can't stop making merch. We've got to bring it back in a cooler way. But like, I'm dying for a, I love grandma's Marvel sweatshirt too. I know. I know. I don't know how to bring back our merch because no one was buying it. That was the I main will, issue. Let me, let me manifest on it. Let me visualize on it today. And like, let us know. We'll know if you guys join the Patreon and leave reviews that you want merch. I think we need to sell it in real life in, in the flesh yeah, yeah. space. Like, yeah, I yeah. think, yeah. So we'll figure farmers it out. markets. I'll go to farmers markets. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like we, we just that's need- such a funny idea. Space trash at farmers markets. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we'll, we'll think about it. So okay, we're gonna talk about the Super Bowl. Superb owl. The superb owl. Draw me like one of your tote bags. <laughs> yes. Can we talk a couple commercials first? Sure. I loved the Ben and Jen Dunkin' Donuts one. Absolutely loved. Love that it was the first one up. Pretty much. Love that they are playing into the caricatures of themselves like the awareness was it's almost like I think back now and I'm like did Dunkin Donuts pay them to have a grumpy meme at the Grammys because like get your shit together like whoa is this a callback yeah I loved it it was such a genius funny way to play into the memes that have been circulating and all of the speculation around them and they were both funny in it it's easy to forget that JLo's funny because she's so sexy and pretty Sorry, that's sexist of me to say it is, but it's just that she, her persona, she's not humor first. And then like, whenever she whips it out, like in Hustlers, I mean, I still think she should have gotten an Oscar for Hustlers. Like she had so many dry, funny moments in Hustlers and in so many movies. It's like, she's, she does have so many good attributes that it's easy to forget that humor is one of them. And the delivery in that was so funny. I loved it. She just really is like the most talented, like 
Is there anything Jen cannot do? I know. And I mean, her Super Bowl performance, I think remains, her and Shakira remains my favorite ever. Was that last year? Besides Prince? It was two years ago. What was last last year? Last year was hip hop. It was like Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't like it that much. I just because I think the Super Bowl halftime shows for girls. I think it's for the girls. I don't think it's right. It doesn't work when it's boys. When it's Justin Timberlake or Maroon Five, it's like eh. It works when it's like a rock star, like a real rock, like band. Aerosmith. That was good because they incorporated Britney and Justin, and it was sort of like right. genre crossing. But like I don't know. It, it's just I. I just don't think the male pop stars really bring it in the way that the women do. I always like when the Super Bowl halftime show is completely different vibe from, from the game. I mean, I think the thing about the superb owl, who, who is in the game? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. We're going to work on it. Also, like, isn't an eagle kind of like a superb owl? Mm-hmm. Anyway, what I think is so interesting about the Super Bowl is that, like, it's so much psychic energy. Everyone's psychic energy is tuned into this conversation. So I feel like it's just, it's not for the women the halftime show but it's like for whoever doesn't like it this is the fair to part yeah for sure um and then the other one was the clueless one which honestly did not move me the clueless commercial did not move me the only thing about it that moved me was that i was so impressed with alicia silverstone's ability to you know like i fit my wedding dress from like 300 years ago or whatever i was like wow she can still play teenage herself like cool yeah, I guess. I guess so. Yeah. She's still it, wearing her outfit. Like, do you think it was the same outfit? Like, did she, I, did she squeeze back into her plaid? I don't know. I guess we'll never know. But yeah, I just, I was, exp- I knew it was coming. I knew the Super Bowl spot was coming, the clueless one. It didn't give me the nostalgia hit. What was interesting is that so much of this Super Bowl relied on millennial nostalgia. Like, there was the the halftime show with Rihanna is a perfect example. Like Gen Z needs to step it up. Who in Gen Z is a future Super Bowl contender? We just don't have Ariana that. Grande. She's not Gen Z. She's millennial. Right. But she's going to translate because she looks like she's 15. She just acts like a baby. Yeah. yeah. But like she, there is no new singer who's a contender. Let me think. You know, like we are kind of the last big monoculture. Well, Billie Eilish. Okay, sure. I could see that happening for sure. Yeah, but I don't think Definitely. She could, I don't think to carry a whole show, but to be mixed in there with someone else. I like it when they mix in a few different people. I think it's it's usually really good entertainment factor. Well, okay. So then we have to just talk about Rihanna first and foremost, because actually there were a few different people in her performance and Two of them were in her body and she did tease a special guest. I don't know. I think on first brush, especially because on the television that I was watching, it was sort of fuzzy reception. I was like, Rihanna's so cool. She's in no rush to snatch her body back. And it's like, oh my God, low key. She's actually been growing another body. I know her baby with ASAP Rocky was only born nine months ago. So if you think about when she, okay, as, as pregnant as she looks now, obviously we are, we are speculating. This is pure speculation because she hasn't confirmed the timing. She's probably like four or five months, I would say. And well, what she said was that she got the call from the like NFL commissioner or whatever, when she was three months postpartum. So my thought is if she knew she was pregnant, she might not have said yes. 
Right. So that was six months ago. So right. then like after a, probably a month or two of thinking she's doing this, she gets pregnant again. And I love that she didn't bail out and that she just was like, well, I'm pregnant again. So this is what you're getting. I'm just going to be pregnant again. To No, it, it was literally like the Ali Wong of Super Bowl shows. Yeah, it was great. The Ali Wong special. Yeah. And, but just to think about the fact that like, while she was like rehearsing this show, putting it together and everything, there were rumors that she wasn't showing up to rehearsals. And now knowing that she was taking care of a newborn and in her first trimester, which is notoriously the most miserable, difficult, exhausting, nauseated time of pregnancy. It's like, oh good. I'm actually, I hope that those rumors are true. Totally. (laughs) I mean, you gotta hope that she has like really good help. But like, right, how quick we are to just be so judgmental about like diva behavior. It's like there was a special guest and she was absent on set. She has been taking care of an infant and puking. Right. Also, to be clear, that was on Demois. So it could be complete fabrication. Side note, wait, I have to say it's Rihanna. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Rihanna. Okay. I wouldn't it be annoying if, if people were calling Diana Diana. Yeah. Yeah. It would. Anyway, this is one of them. I wanted to just, on behalf of you and your babies, Rianne, I got your back. Yeah, Rihanna, Rihanna. Okay, so I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna slip up. I and know, say Rihanna same. Because it's that's what me. Mozzarella. I know that's what everyone calls her. But okay, Rihanna. She. Um, so many people this morning were saying like, "Oh, the performance was lackluster. It was boring." And at first, I have to admit, I felt a little bit the same way because I woke up at like one 30 in the morning, just psychically knowing that she had just finished her performance. And because I'm in the UK, so obviously I'm on a lag. I didn't watch the game. I looked at my phone and I saw a picture of her pregnant on a platform. And so I was like, Oh, and then I fell back asleep. So this morning I just kind of, it was really weird because the, the, the image had already integrated into my consciousness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had been going back to sleep and dreamed and stuff. So when I watched the full performance, I definitely was like, yeah, like I wish the background dancers were not dressed like sperm. I, I don't know if I wish that anymore. That was my first reaction. Now I'm yeah. like kind of genius. Yeah. And then I was thinking, do you know what? Rihanna is not a live artist. It's not her medium. No. And you know who else wasn't a live artist? Who was a studio artist and a video artist? The Beatles. So like right. it's her prerogative. She's just showing literally every live performance she does. She basically just shows up and strikes a cool poses a few cool poses. Her face does the work. I forget what review I was reading, but someone pointed out that like her facial expressions were she's doing- like, she's like the, the facial expressions and the like suck it gesture. Yeah. Like that's what does the heavy lifting. She's like bringing back suck it. That's how, you know, she's our generation because she does suck it. Yeah. And like, Ooh. she's, she's just too cool to do the fucking Katy Perry standing on an animatronic lion thing. Like she Literally, would die before yeah. she would do that. Literally, she's not going to, yeah. she's not showing up with Cirque du Soleil. She's not going to do that. Like there have been times where I've been just like so low in my own drama. And I have watched live performances of love on the brain on repeat. Like when she is reliving some sordid details of romance past, which we can we can say that we know, but we probably don't. There's a lot of things going on within a, she's a Pisces. So who the fuck knows what she's ever really thinking or feeling. Mm-hmm. But like when she does love on the brain and she's like performing it, like she's fighting for Chris back, but then no, she can. And she's in that turmoil of like loving someone that's just not safe. You know, mm-hmm. I think she performs really well. I think when it comes to like pop music and like, anything upbeat she's like put this on the dance mix i'll be in the back smoking a blunt behind the dj 
she almost seems embarrassed by the fact that she has to do it at all. Like, yes, I, did you, yes, did you yes, detect yes. a little bit of embarrassment throughout the whole performance where she's just like, I know this is corny. Like, cause I'm not saying it's corny, but she being the, the literal coolest person alive, everything is corny to her. Like everything is kind of beneath her coolness level. And like, it almost works against her, I think with her performances because she can't sell it. She's never going to be like jazz hands. Like you'll be swell. You'll be great. Like that's where this becomes genius because she was never going to have a, like a razzle dazzle Super Bowl performance. What's more razzle dazzle though than a bun in the oven. Right. Yeah. And like, and like other thing too, is like, she's like, she stands for this, like, first woman billionaire like first woman self-made billionaire and now first woman like baby bump prego on at the super bowl right and i i love that she still did it and she didn't cancel and she's like yeah you know what we live in america pregnant women have to fucking work and it sucks and it's annoying and i'm sure she didn't feel like it (laughs) right she but like she cares about it and she cares about her performances and she cares about like showing her kids that she works and she like has a body of work that she wants to get out and represent so like even just pushing through and doing it I think is really great and I was shocked at how many people were like first of all I was shocked at how many reviewers for respected media outlets that they picked handpicked to do this were men and how many of them just felt so free to opine over how her pregnancy may or may not have affected her performance. And that just drove me up a wall. Cause I'm like, like I said, watch any other performance. Yeah. It's actually no different than any performance of her. She's we haven't seen one TikTok video from her either. She would have been giving maybe 2% more energy if she wasn't pregnant. Maybe it would have just been a (laughs) little bit more like, no, it would have been, it would have been more energy. It would have been more like, although this was still, I think, actually controversially so like erotic um it would have just been more raunchy she would have been raunchier yeah but she wouldn't be she doesn't do like high energy she never has like she and she doesn't have to it's not what we go to rihanna for she is not beyonce we already have beyonce we already have lady gaga you know like and i think Katy perry is just cringe and that's what rihanna that's that's why her pop her most recent album is called anti because she's, right. she's anti- an anti-pop star. Pop right, star. right, right, right. Yes. Yeah. Well, and the other piece of it too is if I'm getting, I'm, I ho- I think I'm getting this correct, but it's like, she hasn't actually even been on stage since 2016. And I think there's something really powerful about just the message of like showing up like after a while, like artists move through cycles and like, you can be the most prolific recording artist with all of these you know retrospectives to choose through that you could do and at the end of the day you still might need some time I'm talking to myself here but I was I was warmed my heart was warmed to the fact that even before she was pregnant or with ASAP she was taking a break yeah also you know it's interesting I mean I I've said about her for years and years and years even before her long musical break came and this is gonna piss some people off and I hope she never hears please do because I don't want her to hear it because I I won't tag her. Yeah. Don't tell her. I don't like her voice sounded amazing. Yes. She's an incredible musician, but I just don't think musician is her calling card. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think even with her, like she's a prolific hit maker. And I think that's because 
she is a curator of coolness. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think that's her main strength is that like a bunch of producers will come to her with samples and beats and lyrics. And she'll say that one, that one, that one. And then all of a sudden it's umbrella. Do you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think she's sitting at home writing music, like recording it into her iPhone. I don't think she's like tapping beats out on a table. I I think she's literally just like, look, I'm a preternaturally cool person. Everyone wants to be me, look at me and touch me. Um, and act, uh, music is the medium that allows me to get this across. And I'm so happy that she came out when she did, because my fear would be if she hadn't become a musician, then she would have become a reality star or an influencer. And she wouldn't have reached the heights that she's reached because she's really a mega, mega, mega ultra influencer. Like that's yeah. what we look to her for is how cool she is. And like, she's one of the rare pop stars. Let me know if you agree with this or not. Cause this also might be controversial who doesn't have eras. Like, of course her hair changes for like, she might have a hairstyle that goes with an album or something like that. But like her look, if you go back and look at, cause all of the big Instagram accounts are post- posting retrospectives of her videos. She doesn't have eras. She just looks like the coolest person in that year of every year that it was released do you know what I mean like she's not crafting a new persona for every album she's just like hey I'm here I'm doing I'm doing it well when we get to the astrology portion I will show you exactly to which you like there's something that you're speaking to very specifically about her chart and I think you're nailing so I do agree the only error that I think the only error change that I can think of is is actually less of a she's going through errors change and more of a like her first uh, hits were fucking amazing, but they were clearly just like from the pop music factory. Right. Like, like, and I love them, but like SOS and like, what else came out? Like Ponder Replay. Ponder Replay. And like, there was Which one other one. Wouldn't have worked with any other, like, it's, a, it's, it's so impressive and a testament to her talent and charisma that that even broke through because like to an American audience, what is Ponder Replay? That doesn't mean anything. Like, you know, right. so it just shows how incredibly like, I don't know, genre spanning she is. I don't know if that's the what I'm looking for, but she she just can make anything work. Like any, and it is a great song. It's really catchy, but it's just, you know, it's in like Patois. Like we don't know what that means, but we right. still were like, oh, right. hell yeah, you know? And a lot of her songs have that. A lot of her songs, it. like we are literally like doing call and repeats. Like it's it's like a, a, a million times over. He had a fat ass car. It's like, we don't even know what she, like when we find out what we are saying with her, it's like, <laughs> what? like there've yeah. been, I'll, I'll try to think back. There've been a few where I've been like, that's what it is. Yeah. My thing was, so I texted you right after the show. I said, wow, casual performance. Because yeah. from where I was sitting, like I did the like Fox app or whatever. It was like a little bit fuzzy. And so I wasn't really able to like watch the performance until this morning on my YouTube app on my phone, which then I had all these epiphanies like, oh my God, not what I thought at all. I was actually thinking it was an awesome performance because of how loose and casual it was. I was thinking like, wow, how awesome. Like there's this woman out here showing us like, you don't have to lose your baby weight. And like, you can just like, can I say that? Um, I guess. I because guess. she just looked, she just looked like, like not like lean and mean, you know, she was just sort of like, like literally like sweatsuit vibes, you know? Yeah. Then when I rewatched this morning, formulated new thoughts, either way, 
let's not crap on anyone for doing a lazy Super Bowl performance, even before I realized that she was doing a pregnancy announcement, which is unbelievably epic. What is more epic than that? I actually was giving her credit for just being the divine feminine and allowing us to, like, we haven't seen her out like paparazzi shots. We don't even know the name of her kid. Like, she, not in a Kardashian way, is authentically private, which astrologically makes sense now that I've looked. But mm. it's like, this was deep. Yeah, for sure. Oh, let me tell you about my Twitter fight that I'm in. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I, I had to delete Twitter off. I had to log out of Twitter on my phone again because I was getting so out of pocket this morning with these tweets with the people that <laughs> are tweeting about Rihanna. So this guy, I shouldn't be even calling these people out on air, but whatever. This guy who works for Rolling Stone was tweeting all this stuff. Like, I know people are going to blame it on her pregnancy, but that was like a lame blame, it blame her, it on. Yeah. He was like, you can't use the pregnancy as an excuse. And I was like, you were carried by a woman once and she must regret it so much. Your mother could ever. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, okay. That same guy who was trying to argue, like, I don't know, he was just saying too much about her pregnancy. One of the other things he said was like, oh, well, if it was going to be a pregnancy reveal, it should have been more of a moment. Just what is more of a moment that it's better. Look at my belly. And then she just surrounded by sperm. Exactly. Exactly. So, so then I guess he went out looking for women who would be bolstering what he said. So he found this woman who wrote, she writes something about people going and she did that while pregnant. It's so kind of them. And also just further reminds people reminds you that people really think pregnancy is that debilitating and okay like, fuck you yeah and she okay, goes you fucking idiot how did <laughs> how, either way how, that's like when men want to weigh in on periods too it's like i have to i have to just resign the fight here because i have to just remind myself that you can't know what you can't know and like it's like i i can't try to get you to understand something that you fundamentally could never Yeah. And then it keeps going. She goes, pregnancy is a giant responsibility that really does reshape one's life and certainly comes with some tricky symptoms. What it shouldn't guarantee though, is the derailment from the goals a woman has set for herself. The human body is made so that a woman can do her life and create a life. That is one of the many things that makes it so excruciatingly fucking brilliant, beautiful, and special. Like Okay, I I guess this person had a really easy pregnancy one time, and Whoa, like they wait, were, yeah, who and who was that? That was just a random interneter. Just this girl. She's verified, but like I don't know. I guess she's apparently a musician or something. But I'm just like, if you had a great pregnancy, don't turn it around to don't give women credit for working through their pregnancy because it's what they should be doing. It's like, no, women should be on their fucking ass during their pregnancy. Thousand percent. Women should be able to take a break while they are creating a new body inside of them. And like, if you're, and yes, you shouldn't have to put your goals to the side, but sometimes your body has other plans. Like your, your body is not going to let you. Every person is entitled to do their pregnancy. However the fuck they want. Rihanna has all of the resources that she needs to call out sick. Exactly. And she can pay people to train the dancers, to do the choreo, to like, I mean, and that's great. And I'm happy for her. And that's amazing. But like to, to have this weird hot take of like, don't congratulate her for doing this pregnant. It shouldn't be impressive. Like, no, it is extremely It's a never done before, like, feat on planet Earth so far. Yeah, and then other people were bringing up... um... Also, side note, it's impressive in and of itself. The miracle of life, especially after you just popped out a life. Yeah, and also, it it just costs zero dollars to, like, have a great pregnancy that doesn't hurt you and then not use that 
against other women. Like right. you, you can just not do, you can just be thankful that you had a great pregnancy and you felt capable of following your goals right. while you were pregnant and not be like, no, no, all women should do that. Like, no, some people can't like, and you, you shouldn't have to, like, we live in a capitalist hellscape and that's why you have to do that. You know, right. like right. You, you should be able to do that if you want to do that hopefully, Hey, maybe you need medication to do it. Maybe you don't, maybe you just can't today. Cause you're too, t- too tired. Like I just was like, Oh my God, how could a woman be saying this about pregnancy? Like Jesus Christ. Where is she from? Cause she's a, she's a greenie. She's a Marjorie Taylor greenie. Yeah. That totally could be a Venn diagram. And I retweeted it and I said, introducing the pregnancy pick me because it's very much pick me girl energy. Totally. Like you congratulations, win. you did it. But so, and I'm sorry to bring up a kind of trolley person on the podcast, but I just thought it was an interesting it. conversation to have and an interesting debate. Yes. A million percent. And one of the things that I was going to bring up about Rihanna in her of herself with the baby in of herself. And mm-hmm. you also as a Pisces rising Pisces North node, Pisces are the trolls of the Zodiac. So even this mm. morning, I woke up and I rewatched the thing. I was like, wow, she actually, this wasn't lazy at all. It was like, I feel like one of the things that Rihanna does so well is like, keep it simple, stupid. Yes. It doesn't make it any better when somebody like comes down in like a Planet Hollywood style, like Corvette, like from the ether. It's like, it's it's not like, (laughs) wow. Katy Perry's whole shtick is the most cringe thing in the world to me. And And like, like, why is she working so hard? I I know it'll be better if I'm a beer can for this. It's like, why? Like, yeah, you don't, if anything, you actually sing. Yeah. And even like, I actually didn't even like Lady Gaga's Super Bowl performance because to me it was the most... It, it was like us- the ushering in of her new era that she's in of not creating thought-provoking art ever and just doing Wait, like- Wait, this is so funny. Thought-provoking. I can't even remember. Remind me what Gaga's performance it was, was. It was literally just like a jukebox hit after hit after hit, which obviously it should be, but there was nothing provocative about it whatsoever. And it was, there was like nothing to think about. It did not, because that's what I always loved about her. Like her first- two, three albums, every video you, it just left you being like, oh my God, what did that mean? What was that? Like she showed up as a man at the one VMAs where every other pop star showed up as her. Like she completely changed the game and got everybody wearing these maximalist outfits. And then the minute it caught on, she showed up in male drag. Like she was a fucking genius. And now I don't know, in the last few years, obviously she remains extremely talented, but like she just has been kind of coasting on the talent level, which I don't blame her for whatsoever. It makes complete sense, but I miss her old stuff. And I just felt like that Super Bowl performance was the beginning of that, of this new kind of boring era, you know? Rihanna, the minute that she got out of the Ponda replay demo tape, it's just been her showing up, being her in a space. So for anybody to expect anything other than that would be insane. And then all the chatter around like, will or will Jay-Z not perform? I think the reason that Jay-Z was even whispers of it, I think he was the understudy. I think if Rihanna woke up too pregnant or too sick, that Jay-Z, because he actually was the, Rock Rock Nation was the producer of the show. So he would have stepped in and done a set that and that's why I think also it had to be like very basic because she, there is a chance she wouldn't have been able to and I think that's where Jay-Z if there were rumors that he was like rehearsing or doing whatever it was because he was like okay worst comes to worst I'll do something oh yeah I, I mean I thought that there was just rumors because of him being the producer and them having a couple songs together like, well I yes but like now that. that now that I see how pregnant she is I'm like oh no like there was something to it but it wasn't what anybody thought yeah the interplay between 
Beyonce, Rihanna, and Jay-Z has always been extremely fascinating to me because Beyonce and Rihanna have never collaborated. They are opposites. Yeah. And they almost never interact in public. And Rihanna is like Jay-Z's protege and Beyonce is his wife. So it's really weird. Rihanna, the poster girl for Pisces, Beyonce, the poster girl for opposite Virgo. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Wild. But I was like, he's not going to, he's not going to come on stage. He doesn't even come on stage with Beyonce's performances. But see, that's where I had the thought like, yeah, but he would for business. He would for his business. Like, that's why I don't think he was ever going to come out with Rihanna. But I do think that he was like, either way, like, I will produce this show and make sure that there's a big talent on stage doing something in, in the sperm pool. Yeah. So yeah, the sperm, that was what I wanted to talk about the visuals. I thought that, so, okay. The first thing I thought of when I saw the visuals of all the guys, the dancers was the scene in Woody Allen, everything you wanted to know about sex and for, and we're afraid to ask. Then when you posted that, I was like, that's genius. And then I was like, oh, she is from the Illuminati. And she's just reminding us that ultimately like the billionaires are with the Jews. That is not where I went next. (laughs) I was thinking it was because she's saying, look at this. Of all the men, of all the sperm, it only takes, you know, it could, it could be any sperm in the world, but because it's my egg, because it's me, it's a fucking star baby. And like, she's the egg and there's, there all these sperm race into the egg and they all are fighting over who gets it. And I just loved that. I thought that was totally intentional. Don't you think? I think that was literally the plot point. I also thought they were sort of doing like X and Y chromosome things. And I also thought not only because it's me and like this baby's the star because of me, but it's like, it was so soon, like talk about a miracle baby for somebody to get pregnant three months after they've just delivered a baby, your body has to not only be able to like reproduce tissue really fast and be like her body. Like, I don't know. I I think it's sort of a miracle. Yeah. Well, also like not to speculate on whether she was breastfeeding or not. We definitely don't need to do that at all, but yeah, we don't know. And we don't care, but like, apparently if you're breastfeeding, it's like almost impossible to get pregnant. So like, it's possible that this broke through that, which that's what I think. I also saw a lot of tweets of people being like, why didn't ASAP propose yet? Why aren't they getting married? And it's like, I don't really think I don't, I don't think she cares. Okay. So I actually was reading an interview that she gave about a year ago talking about somebody was like, are you so excited about your bundle in the oven or whatever? She said, I always thought that I would be married before I had children, but when I got pregnant, it just felt so right. And fuck it. Like fuck doing things the way that other people do them. I'm going to like have a baby first. Marriage is really was invented as a business transaction so that like women have economic protection when they do have to leave capitalism for an entire year to have a baby. So if you're a billionaire, you don't really need to worry about that. You know what I mean? Like Rihanna's going to be fine. <laughs> so it's not like, but I do get, I don't know. I do get why she's kind of feeling like she kind of wishes that they did the wedding first, but whatever, they'll just do it later. I love yeah. them together so much. So many people yeah. give, give them shit. Like so many people are like, oh, he's not good enough or whatever, but oh my God, I think, first of all, he's so pretty. Their kids are probably going to be he's so pretty stunning. He's so hot. He's pretty flacco. And I just loved that song they had together, Fashion Killer, with her in the mm-hmm. video. That one sign was like, she's gonna she buys something and she saves it so our babies will be our babies will be flyer than their parents. And uh, that was 10 years ago. That was 10 years ago. I, I always love like a friends become 
lovers become parents sort of rom-com 90s rom-com the format style like I just I love an old friendship the thing is too it's like he's not good enough for her it's like no one's going to be she actually needs just like a pretty guy who's not going to be competing with her and who's actually and when I look at his chart too it's a great match like I get the sense that he actually is totally like he's talented enough he's enough but he's he's not going for what she's going for and never was and he's a sweetie yeah, I think he's a sweetie too. I, I don't know why sweetie. I get such a sense that he's a sweetie. Okay, wait. Any other thoughts on the stage or the or the act outs? I loved the part in work where she's standing at the head of them as if she's like their like S and M teacher, and they're just like, you know, kind of pulsating their hips at her. I fucking loved that part. Yeah, she was like kind of like twerking too, and they were all like, "We're gonna get in. We're humping towards you, mom, or whatever." And then she, <laughs> yeah, and then she walks away, and they all chase after her, and they all look like goofs. She made them all do these goofy little runs. Like she's making them look like they have completely lost their minds, and they're all interchangeable just in pursuit of her. Like I loved it. It was so great. She was so like in control the whole time. It. She was yeah. just, and not in a really annoying like over the top way of being like I'm a boss but just just exuding it you know what I mean a thousand percent agreed and also just like it is the theme of this like turning of the tides I mean 17 years like her career is about as long as Pluto has been in Capricorn and it's at the very late degrees of Capricorn like sort of deconstructing so that we can reconstruct how we think about like the public paradigm and the structures and the systems that we like think are normal, like normalize baby bump on the Super Bowl floaty stage, you know, like, wow, cool, cool, cool. New structure, new form. Hell yeah. Pluto right now is having a moment. Pluto is at the last degrees of Capricorn since it's been moving slowly through destroying the way we do business and commerce and the structure of business and status and feminize, feminize. What's that from? Feminize. Feminize. We're feminize. We're taking back the biz. Capricorn is feminine, but we're taking it back, right? I thought Capricorn was daddy. No, that's why I told you we had to redo the shirts. It's mommy, but it's like, it's like mommy with a tool belt. Oh, taskmaster mommy. Yeah. Like Pam Anderson on home improvement mommy why didn't she mention the tim allen claims in the doc because the doc was all about tommy lee and the sex tape right also side note i want to retract what i said about her sons i went deep diving after our app into the pamela anderson archives number one i take it back baywatch is a great show and she's and she's great in it yeah i agree pure television it's like why i went to school to write television it's great tv and no fat on it no fat on the bodies no fat on the scripts literally and figuratively asap baby you can't make the shit up okay the writing's on the wall people then i was watching the interviews with her and her son at like the premiere and i realized brandon is not standing standing his mother brandon is trying to make sure as his mother ages that he has an inheritance She doesn't need the money. She's old and she has everything she needs. He wants to make sure that he keeps getting money for the Baywatch catalog forevermore. Well, can you blame him? Absolutely not. But that's a little bit different than just like, come on, mom, you deserve it. Yeah, I guess. I think it could be both because I think when Kris Jenner pimps out her kids, there's also a lot of love in that as well. And thinking like, oh my God, my kids are so amazing. I need to share them with the world. Like I think with any stage parent, that's a big part of it is just like, wait a minute, my child is a star. And I feel like he's being a stage son and like, you know, yes, he's shoring up, maybe he is shoring up his inheritance, but you know, whatever. If my dad was going to maybe get a book deal, I would push for that shit because I don't think I have an inheritance as it stands. 
<laughs> so if he gets, if I anyone say, ever comes knocking for a big deal for Big Paul, I will become his manager. Yeah, like I definitely have no inheritance, but I also know that if you walk by the the book bazaar on Columbus Avenue in the one dollar pile, there's a bunch of Larry Armour classics. So who's that? My grandfather. What? He's written tons of books. Now he's like 87 and is a ghostwriter. He publishes like three books a year. Your grandfather's only 87. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, teen parents in your Mm -hmm. fam. Yeah, it was very rebellious because my grandmother was actually extremely like Connecticut wealthy and highly educated, but her big rebellion was getting knocked up before college was over. Wow. Wild bitch. Wow, wow, wow. (laughs) If we're talking about business, I think what's interesting too is statistically the Fenty beauty brand is basically where she gets her billions and the lingerie Fenty line is not as successful. In fact, if I listened correctly the thing that I was listening to on 2x while I walked to get my coffee this morning so don't quote me but I believe that the lingerie business only makes 40 percent of what Fenty does I think that she was actually this was like her version of a skims ad and she was like showing us a like streetwear maternity well she was wearing Loewe and well, what do you, I don't know what that is what is that it's just a brand a designer a, that brand. sounds like the thing on top of the end that makes it an enye Oh yeah, Enye. No, it's Loewe. It's spelled L O E W E. And the jacket was Alaya, and the the big coat she wore at the end. It was a reference to Andre Leon Talley, the Vogue editor who died. Oh last yeah, year. that's what it, it did I remind me of. That. Something. Yeah, that was good. And I okay, so that, I'm wrong then. Actually, I, I mean, it is. It's definitely a statement that Savage X Fenty, whatever the right, yeah, hell yeah. it's called, was not represented in this show. I think that is definitely worth talking about. And I also if it think- came out that she was doing a partnership with Uebe or whatever, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think she is. I think it was just that's the coolest, buzziest designer. So she decided to do it with them. Like and I don't think she'll do anything more so than if I were her, be- I feel like I would be like, let's try maternity because by being the model, I could actually make this Fenty big. Oh yeah. Maybe I would think she would start her own brand for that though. Oh or sure. so it wouldn't be in addition to the lingerie. Maybe it will be instead of maybe that will because it doesn't really bring her that much money maybe i don't know i could see this being maternity streetwear yeah maybe or something in her future with that yeah something that immediately and i'm sorry to bring this up please do no every time you say that i'm excited i'm like what juice do we haul i know squeeze i'm I'm sorry rihanna i'm not trying to focus on the negative but we this is a trash talk podcast we talk about everything we all have collectively already forgotten that Johnny Depp was in the last Savage X Fenty fashion oh, show. Whoa, I, oh my God, how did he, right, wait, the, I don't, that must, now that, now that I realized that the whole performance was Ovum, I'm like, we need to look back and see if that was some strategy too. But like, yeah, we like literally skipped over that because by the time it dropped, we were so sick of talking about Johnny and we got one bad review on the pod. So we were like never touching it again or on Apple podcasts or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but we didn't discuss that. I totally forgot about that, right? He walked yeah. in the, sa- he's the savage in the Fenty, the fashion show. <gasps> yeah, and it was so controversial when it happened. Like people were so mad at her and everyone's already forgotten about it. And then also, so, I mean, part of why it makes me not condemn her with that is it's similar to Pamela Anderson sticking up for Hugh Hefner because we're talking about, Two women who grew up in abusive homes and dealt with abusive partners. And who am I to tell you how to cope with those feelings? You know, like, and, and for some reason, when she was watching the trial, I guess she, she resonated with John, Johnny Depp's side resonated with her for whatever reason. I'm not going to like, I mean, I don't agree with it. I think 
my opinion on Johnny Depp is very well established on this podcast. I think he's a complete douchebag. For anybody to like involve themselves is like standing up for Hugh Hefner passion level. Yeah, it's weird to die on that hill. It's extremely weird to die on that hill. And okay, so- Now we're going to get into a little bit of Rihanna's darker side, because I had alluded to this morning, like much as I love Rihanna, I don't think she's nice. I don't think she's that nice to people. The the thing, the first thing that made me think, oh my God, damn, she's got a mean streak is she wore this black dress one time to some award show that had like bat wings. And then this little girl copied it for her prom and the photo went viral and Rihanna retweeted the photo. Um, I'm like nervous. I'm nervous. I know. She retweeted the photo and was like, ew, or something. Shut yeah, the fuck says, up. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Rihanna accused of mocking fans' prom outfit, page six. Like, I mean, just that's so horrible. So uncalled for. And the girl was 16. Uh, Let me see what she, that's what she wrote. Cruel. She put a sad face. Like, Rihanna posted a photo of this girl who had made this by hand made this plunging neckline bat wing dress by hand for her prom and was so proud of it and posted it online. Rihanna tweeted the photo with a sad face. I I can't no like oh like no either like Pisces are truly the fucking trolls of the internet or yeah like uh yeah that's that's tough that is it's just meany it's meany well because well and actually when you were talking before the thing i didn't want to like say or like throw in is like i don't want to read the unauthorized bio she's already told us enough she's like yeah i wanted to take chris brown back she said the only reason that i didn't get back together with him is because i realized that i was actually a superstar and it would be setting a bad example for kids i missed him and that's the love of her life for a period and the only things that she says about her household growing up is that her dad used to beat her mama i know so then the girl who she posted the photo of Rihanna also posted a photo of the girl with a Wu-Tang Clan symbol making fun of her dress. Oh my God. And the little girl said, I was very offended. Why throw shade on it when you had on the exact same thing? The poses were different, but the outfit wasn't. She don't love her fans. Like she says she does. How sad is that? And That's then- like so mean. Well, I will say though, like again, like with the Rihanna low energy, when has she ever been like, I love you fans. Like she does seem like too cool for fans. She's too cool for everything. She's too cool for all of it. It's like the central conflict in her career is that like she has to do stuff and she she's feels above it she feels above everything and i'm like okay cool good be be above everything the other thing that really bothered me was in that song cake do you know that song cake 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 oh yes i sort of think of it as the brother song to work yeah work 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 and then there's cake 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 work hard cake hard work okay so there's a line in that song where she says sweeter than a rice cake and what she's talking about is karuchi tran who was half asian who chris brown was then dating oh Yeah. She also tweeted a photo of a pack of rice cakes with hoop earrings and sunglasses. She loved Chris Brown. Yeah. But like she's making like racist jokes about his new girlfriend being Asian on Twitter and in a song. She wasn't talking about teriyaki glaze. No. I 
was sort of shocked. All the interviews that I've read with like the creative team are like, until the last minute, the set list was changing. And like Rihanna just wanted to feel like it was exactly what she meant. And when I realized they were sperm racing towards her egg and also the pink, when they would use the light to turn it pink, I was like, now the sperm has been fertilized. And like, we are in the womb when they, when they all like leaned over and they went pink. I was like, oh, this is now the like in utero. Okay. So can I read you the list and tell me what you think? Yeah, and I will say, bitch better have my money. Of all the people I was texting beforehand, what do you think she's going to start with? What do you think she's going to start with? Not a single one. I could not have predicted that ever, that she would start with bitch better have my money. That was the funniest thing ever. She was just like, no, I'm not doing squeaky clean like I just fucking really like this song so I'm starting with it I was shocked when you sent me that article because like my first thought was like oh she's just like taking a paycheck and just being like you're welcome for coming yeah no they don't get paid the the, the talent doesn't get paid the NFL pays for the production costs which for JLo and Shakira was 13 million dollars which is crazy. Worth Don't worry it, about I the guess. water in Flint, though. I know. But like, what are we supposed to do? What are no, we supposed to do? I'm so glad she floated above us. So she didn't get paid. They pay the production costs. But I mean, you know, just the money she's going to make on the Fenty blotting papers. You know, they double as rolling papers. I'm oh, sure my God. You know about these. OK, could you believe, though? That's where I was like, oh, this whole thing is like, OK, so bitch better have my money this morning when I when I did my whole like, let's reconsider what I thought last night on the fuzzy TV. I was like, oh, this is genius. It's why she's a billionaire. It's what happens when Jay-Z is the business man. The whole thing actually is an ad. It's a Fenty ad. Yeah, it's a Fenty ad. And it's just an ad for like her career and solidifying her as, you know, in the pop pantheon forever. Now we know about the 12th house and like the baby's prenatal condition. Like, I wonder where the Super Bowl will will show up in the chart of this little baby. Oh, that would be so cute. Oh, one more thing before I forget that I wanted to bring up that people, I don't know why I'm bringing all this Twitter negativity to the podcast today. Because this is is the work, because this is the work to parse out the the deeper meaning in all of it, just like Rihanna's performance. We're talking about it. So the, these guys, only men I saw doing this, exclusively men, pulling up clips of Beyonce and Shakira performing pregnant and being like, look, they did this. Why couldn't Rihanna do more? Can you believe that? that because uh, Rihanna doesn't do a more. Yeah, she doesn't want to. And even if she could, she doesn't Shakira's want to. Shakira's whole thing is my hips, my hips. And in that clip that they showed, you don't know where it is. You, it could have been a three-minute performance. And she also is moving her hips, but she's not moving any other body part. It's just like, what are you trying to prove? Like, everyone is doing what they want to do while they're pregnant. Like, let them do what they want to do. You don't need, like, it was just so shocking that, like, still at this late date, men think that that, that it's cool to, like, compare pregnant women's physical achievements i was just floored floored well it's just like yeah i just we've said it before i'll say it again if all the men listening could just do me a favor and one two three and sleep that would be so yeah. great be so you guys can just right. take a knee it's been a good couple of centuries jewelry isn't a gift you give just once it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. 
And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. And, like, there's no need also to be, like, 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 I think it was tempting for people to be like, oh, the she toned it down because she was pregnant. But it's like, no, she's working pregnant. That's she's not working pregnant. Down. That's toned all the way the fuck up. Like, and in she, fact, she's doing exactly what you all call on her to do, which is not to call out sick the one day of work that she had when she's pregnant. Yeah. And like, she's, this is all part of her career and this is all part of life and being alive. Like if every woman called out sick and didn't do anything while they're pregnant because it's like like because you think it's not up to the regular standards like no if she wants to do it while she's pregnant she should do it while she's pregnant and like you don't need to judge it based on what you think it would or wouldn't be if she wasn't carrying a child it's like we just have to get away from that but also there's like, tons of footage online just like but yes it yes and more so if you were talking about anybody else right anyone else yeah if you look at any performance from all of time the moves are the same the moves are the same yeah she's doing the suck it thing yeah suck it the That's whole literally... thing is suck it i'm grabbing my crotch like there's a penis or suck my penis she's stone cold re austin <laughs> oh yeah cool cool okay so Anything else about, oh, the track list. Can I read you the track list? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so this, what was like, what's the theatrical arc, okay? So it starts with, but that's where, okay, so bitch better have my money because then there was also a money interlude in the middle that was also, um, well, I'll I'll get to it, but like, I feel like, okay, even if she's not getting paid for this performance, the Fenty face pads, like, bitch, this is like, yeah, more than me, just like my ego getting back on stage. I made a lot more money when I was on stage. Doing stand-up comedy is the best marketing, a podcast or a, or a coach or an astrologer could ask for. Sometimes you got to show up in real life and remind the people why they pay the big bucks for the Fenty pads or whatever, right? So to me, it was yeah. like a, a proclamation of like, this is my business and this is business and I am the business. Bitch better have my money. First pregnant female billionaire singer at a Super Bowl game. Cool. First pregnant any gender billionaire singer at a Super Bowl. Then it was, where have you been all my life? life? So then I was like, this other baby, like maybe she's singing to this like, baby it's unborn baby where have you been all my life 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 then she switched to we found love in a hopeless place like three months postpartum and now i'm pregnant again but we'll find love the the video was shot in belfast (gasps) i love that oh my god to think of think of rihanna in belfast is actually so fun I know. I love it. I like love that's it. a viral video missed opportunity if I've ever heard one. Like her, her going around the pubs. I know. But for some reason, people were offended because they were like, how do you say Belfast is a hopeless place? And it's like, well, the war ended like 10 years ago at that point. So like, you know, I think I think Ireland is making hopeless their shtick and it's very hot. I actually think it works. Yeah. Like, did anybody see the fucking Banshees of Inishirin? Pretty hopeless. Deeply. Yeah. I mean, I could go on and on, but, but you haven't seen Sing Street yet, so I cannot make the reference. Look, the reason that straight out of Compton for Meghan Markle was insulting was because she's black and she's not from Compton. But in general, the movies and the albums entitled Straight Out of Compton are proud of the Compton legacy. Like, there's nothing wrong with things being what they are. You know, it's like we're not right, also- in Belfast. We're just saying this has been a tough go of it. Yeah, and she, they shot it in, like, fields and parking lots. Like, it could have been anywhere. Right. I think the mu- music video director just had some affinity for Belfast for some reason. Also, well, you're welcome for the jobs, guys. Like, come on. Totally. And also, there's a ton of 
talent in that in that crappy little island. Just kidding. But like, hey, a ton of, no, I'm joking. They're, I trust me. I told you the only white people that I really ever like to date are Irish. And even Randy's the white part of my, I love Irishmen. If I'm going white, we're going Irish. Like it happens to be a very talented rock. And there's a huge amount of wonderful directors specifically from like maybe the director we should look up. Maybe the director is from Ireland. Probably. Yeah. Okay. So, so we found Love and Hopeless Place, place which is Belfast or it's Arizona or it's Belfast. So, Belfast. <laughs> It's Belfast. It's Belfast. 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 <laughs> Good bird. Belfast. So we found love in a hopeless place, which also could just be Earth right now. Hopeless. Then rude boy, which is like, oh, you rude boy, can you get up into my fallopian tubes? Come on, okay. rude boy, boy. Then work, 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 which is fertilizing eggs. Work, 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 work. Then wild, wild thoughts. And when I'm with you, I'm thinking, am I about to have another baby again? Wild, wild thoughts. Right. Then throw it up, throw it up. I'm morning sickness. Okay, <laughs> throw it up morning sickness interlude. <laughs> all of the lights, all of the lights, football stadium or bathroom floor. Mm-hmm. We gonna run this town tonight. She's talking about ASAP sperm making her family four. Now we're ASAP tribe. Talk about taking the father's names. If we're going first names, Rihanna, Fenty, if we're going one name, ASAP, another baby. That is ASAP. If I that is ASAP. That's, That's literally so ASAP. ASAP baby. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. His real name is Rakeem Myers. Oh, right. Because he was named after that other 80s rapper, Rakeem. Oh, and Rocky is Rakeem. Okay, I get it. Yeah. ASAP Rocky, like Rocky. Oh, like, Philly. Then under my umbrella. Okay, I'll be your mom. You're actually, we can call it ASAP Baby, what we're under the Fenty umbrella. Hello, hello. And then last but not least, shine bright like a diamond. Shine bright like a diamond. It's like, okay, like the pregnant billionaire CEO mother showing up for the first time on stage in seven years, a whole Saturn quarter to usher us out of this one era into the next. You've made a great case for this being a sort of odyssey of pregnancy and her family. Mm -hmm. But I have to say, I think that she does everything by gut instinct. But I think her gut instinct led her to this pregnancy odyssey playlist. Unconscious and yet completely representing this higher soul that she somehow seems to embody for the collective. Yeah, like I think everything she does is unconscious. She's a perfect example of someone who I would not expect a single interesting thing from their own memoir or self-produced documentary. Yeah. And I would die to read an unauthorized biography because I don't even think, like, I think she's, she's like Harry Styles in that way where they just float around as awesome people that everyone wants to pay attention to. And they have no idea what their appeal is. They have no idea what's, they have no conscious idea of like what's cool and what's not they just are so cool that it's just beamed into them as images and they just go this this and this is what I'm doing you know what I mean like I don't think like I think everything she's done is so impressive and I don't think it would be even that interesting for her to to hear her talk about it because she's just so good at living it like I I don't think she has that much like self-analysis going on, which I think is a huge Pisces thing. Her pop star origin story is that kind of thing too. Like she was in like a girl, you know, after school band or whatever with one of her friends from the Caribbean and then Caribbean Caribbean, let us know Rihanna. But like somebody was just like, okay, you and not you. And they just recorded her doing the Ponder Replay demo tape solo track, including SOS, one of my favorites. And there was one other on that album that was so fucking good. But um, I remember introducing, I was it SOS? One of the songs when I got to college wasn't popular yet and I felt like I like ushered it in even though like it was obviously just like the next one on the album that's how I feel about the Diana Eagles shirts I fucking started that trend did you see my things about my uh on Instagram my photos of our going away tailgate at the Eagles game 
we got Diana t-shirts made for everyone in my family. We got like 40 of them made. What a generous gift. This was Well, they all had to pay for them because I was really broke at the time. It was like five years ago. Like we literally resurfaced that. Wow. This is why we have to get back in the merch game, Mal. You actually do have a pension for this. Just like Reed, Pisces do fashion on some level because they are ushering in the collective soul. <sighs> well, here's the thing. I don't own the rights to that photo. So it actually was really hard to even get someone to print the photos because most of those screen printing companies, they actually do a scan for copyright infringement. That's why our Capricorn Kate Moss shirt could never get made. Yes, the Capricorn Kate Moss David Bowie one. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's hard to make merch. But but yeah, um, I... Yeah, I feel really bad for kids today because when I today, (laughs) I really do. The music is not giving right now. It's just it simply isn't. It's just not right. Well, I will say as Saturn is about to move into Pisces in March, I think we will see make or break artists emerge like Saturn and Pisces is oftentimes like a crumbling of society on some level that leads to an artist revolution, which I'm looking forward to. And I hope you are too. So great. We're ready for it. We are artists. I'm so bored of everything right now. Like White Lotus is the first and only TV show in years that I found interesting, even remotely. Like everything is boring. I just feel like not that I'm even like some genius. I feel like everything's being made by people that are dumber than me and I can like see the holes in it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it just feels like nothing is thought provoking or challenging in any way anymore. Is it that people are not putting thought into things or is it that everything is being made to be dumbed down for this younger generation, but then it's actually like, no, the younger generation is probably there. It's actually coming from the bottom. So I don't know. I don't think it's dumbed down for the younger generation. I think it's dumb. I think it's just because of all the money being put into streaming right now. Like they're just trying to make as much stuff as possible and keep eyeballs for as long as possible. And the writing isn't there. That's it's as simple as that. It's just that the writing is not there because it's why Lindsay's Lohan's movie just didn't do it for me. Yeah, it was just poorly written. Okay, let's do the charts. I do know that Rihanna is a Pisces son because her birthday is five days before a friend of the pod, Jessica Stevens, shout out. Yes, and, and because she's exact opposite to Beyonce. The Eve to her Lilith, if you will. Literally the Eve to her Lilith. That is so true. Oh, and wow. we don't mean E-V-E. Yeah. So, okay, I know she's a Pisces son and she's got a mean streak as we've established. So I think that usually correlates with Aries to me. Sorry, everyone who's in Aries. They just say it. They just say stuff. And then later on, they're like, well, it's not my fault if it hurts your feelings. Why do you listen to what I say? And it's like, what? They're like, who's th- who thinks before they speak? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like, why would I not listen to what you say? My mom's used that on me. My mom's in Aries and she's used that on me. Before. She's like, what? Well, why did you listen to me? And I'm like, you're my mother. Dude, I, I told you my mother's whole thing last year was outrage. Her whole thing. She kept saying to me, like, why are you taking me literally? <laughs> and she'd be like, I'm not a literal person. And I'm like, what do you mean? You're not a literal person. Like, like, okay, Salvador Dali. I'm, I'm not a literal person. It's like, okay, yeah, she's Aquarius son indeed. Like, whoa, like you are literally something else. Yeah. So I think she's got to have some Aries in there. And then uh, even though she is very much worship me for no reason vibes or just worship me because I am me vibes, I still don't get Leo for some reason, even though I would usually give that. You're going to love where Leo pops up in, in the significance of this mo. Oh, cool. Okay. 
And then I, okay. So I think it's Pisces, Aries. I could see, no, because I don't think she consciously thinks about the cogs of the machine. Cause she is so in tune with what's cool, but I don't think she's a Scorpio because I don't think she's sitting at home thinking about it, which is what a Scorpio would do. Oh, this is so hard. She's setting, she's so enigmatic. Maybe she's part Libra. Cause just, cause I don't understand Libras. Okay. Tell me. <laughs> Check it out, Mal. You are getting better and better by the day. Rihanna is a one-degree Pisces sun in the 11th house. According to this birth time, she's an Aries rising. Oh, my God. Aries moon conjunct her Aries a Venus in her 12th house, the Pisces house of the unconscious. I'm a genius. You are killing it out here, bro. What does it mean for all these planets to be in Aries? Okay, so our solar experience of Rihanna, the way that she shines her light in the 11th house in Pisces, it's like somehow, some way she is literally expressing the collective unconscious. Yeah. Then Aries, when you're talking about someone who's a bitch or let's just say putting the bad girl in bad girl Riri, that would be this Aries moon conjunct Venus. She's coming into this life fighting for herself and for her heart. She's also an Aries rising, meaning that the way that she meets the world is like ready to go. And then she has Jupiter in Aries in her first house. So the first thing that we that we see about her or that we know about her is that she is a big presence. I think when we're like, she's above it, she's too cool for everything. It's not necessarily that she's like too cool for everything. It's that like her comfort zone is her creative unconscious. And it's when she's just advocating for or fighting warrior for herself. I also think it's interesting because last week we were talking about the significations of the 12th house and your prenatal. I'm interested in her babies, her new babies prenatal chart. If what she's saying is true, which why would she lie about the temperament of her household growing up? It's highly likely that what her mother was experiencing during her late pregnancy was an assertion for freedom or independence or advocating for the self or fighting for their life. Wait, and what dictates how your mom feels in pregnancy? The 12th house can show you what the prenatal conditions of your birth are. Oh my God, what's mine? Yours is Venus and Aquarius in the 12th house. So what does that mean? Your mother was reading great books and listening to like out there podcasts when she was pregnant with you would be my guess. Oh yeah, for sure. She's probably listening to my dad talk. He's an out there podcast all on his own. Boom, they brought them closer together. Oh, that's cute. And your mom like kind of like called to you. Where's a little body on a Okay, I'm gonna think about that. Okay, what about the Aquarius in her chart? She has her Mercury in Aquarius in the 11th house, same as her son. So again, the collective broadcast, fame, internet, Aquarius Mercury. She's saying things cool as a cucumber. Aquarius is maybe the only colder sign Aries when not thinking before speaking in the Zodiac, which is why she has no feeling when when she she literally was upset like when she saw that girl's ratchet version of her dress her sincere response was but there was no part of her that was like I shouldn't say that or like this girl admires me and she's trying to be like me instead it was no you're doing a poor imitation of me so you deserve ridicule right like she's being real in her mind and like she's being clinical like you should know that you wouldn't get hired at savage x fenty kid based on those shitty 
mock-ups you know like she's literally treating it like she's like this girl's like christian siriano on project Mm -hmm. rihanna way you have a big eingham so because her moon and her venus are in the 12th house she might have felt like she like missed her childhood a little bit and that she's most comfortable in a fight for her own sense of 11th house mercury 11th house sun having a voice so she uses her Mm. voice in a way to assert that she's here It's kind of combative almost in a way. Yeah. Before I put in the context of like a hero's journey about a sperm in this, when I (laughs) did the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, this has like a fuck you vibe. That's why I thought it was cool. Cause I was like, she's like, fuck you. I'm not working that hard on this. And then it's like, oh no, she's pregnant. She's actually doing the Lord's work. Yeah. I think she just always has a fuck you vibe. She has like resting fuck you vibe face. What's her Lilith? Her Lilith is in Leo. Lilith recently just moved into Leo in this guy. So she's having a Lilith return in the fifth house of bearing children. Wait, but there's nothing on there. That's Lilith. Yeah, but there's no dots in there. They're all in the top half. Sometimes when we're making the pizza pie, uh, if Antonio's doing the left side, he gets lazy. The pizza has a lopsided pepperoni. Everybody's, people's charts aren't like perfectly balanced. People's no, charts but there's are- no, there's nothing in that pie slice. You don't see Lilith? Oh, I thought if it didn't have a line. That is so your Lilith in Leo being like, that couldn't be. Wait, she's a Lilith in Leo just like me? Yeah, she fucking is. And look, when I add the transits with transits, currently, as we speak in the sky, shine bright like a diamond with my pregnancy. Lilith is in Leo. Every good artist is Lilith in Leo. Like I need to get on my A game because it's in my chart. It's in my destiny. Literally though. And her Mercury is conjunct meaning in the same place as her asteroid Ceres, Demeter, the mother, reclaiming her child in the public sphere, which is actually something that she maybe never felt that her mother could do for her. Like some CEO had to select her, not her mother. Yeah, Jay-Z had to select her. Right, Jay-Z is daddy. Um, What about Chiron? Her Chiron? Let's find the little key with the hole. Mm, Another sister from another mister just like us. 88, 87, 86. We are actually your senior, junior, and sophomore class. And Rihanna, (laughs) she has her Chiron just like us in Gemini. Okay. So her Chiron's in Gemini. Gemini is twins. Her babies are like almost going to be twins. They're right. Be, I mean, there's a, it is technically offensive. I'm allowed to say it because I'm Irish and my husband's, I mean, I'm Irish American, Irish ancestry. My husband's actually Irish. It's called Irish twins and it is offensive. Don't say it if you're not Irish because it's a joke about Irish people having so many babies and Catholics having so many babies, but it's when your babies are born less than a year apart and her babies are almost going to be Irish twins, I think, because it seems like. I mean, the the if her new baby is born less than three months from now, her babies will be Irish twins, but she's close to that. What is the line? If your babies are less than one year apart. So if she got pregnant, it seems like she got pregnant at the three month mark. Maybe they could be Irish twins. Yeah. I know Gemini is about doubles and twins. So could this have something, her Chiron and Gemini have something to do with having almost not quite Irish twins? It absolutely could. I mean, Mars has been in Gemini since June. Mars could be known as the sperm. It is the masculine go get him principle. I think, first of all, if she, because she is our age, she was afraid she had fertility issues. I think this is healing that Chiron being like, no, you don't. But I yeah. could see it being the kind of thing because of her age that maybe she was trying to overcompensate and like either just raw dog and freely or. Well, so what she could be thinking is I am already kind of on maternity leave, kind of on a downshift. So I might as well just keep that going instead of getting all my businesses back up and running and going back to completely full time and then having to take another breather. Like, I think it makes sense right. to kind of 
try it when you are a professional person and you don't have to worry about getting kicked off the merry-go-round, which most right. women do have to worry about in corporate America. But when you're the CEO, it makes sense to kind of batch your pregnancies together so that yes. you can just take one long chunk of time off instead of going in and out and in and out. Right. Like either I could see this being a batch pregnancy conscious situation or realizes she's not actually as old in the oven as we all feel like we are. Lol, lol, lol. Or it could be the kind of thing where if there was a part of her that was like, oh, I thought it was going to be twins or does, does Robin have siblings? Like, I think it I was don't know. based on her chart, it was really important. The third house also represents siblings. Based on her chart, I think it was also really important for her child to have close siblings. And so I think it was something on her mind either way, like whatever, however this came about, I could see it being the kind of thing where she was like, ah, but I can't be like 40. Like, I think she was, I think this kid was, I think it was important for her, for this child to have siblings, no matter what. Yeah. I think she has like a much older half sibling. I might be making that up. Let's do ASAP Rocky's synastry with her. I don't want to go too deep into his chart because I don't know if anyone really cares that much, but I think the sinistry, and we love that about him. We just love that he's happy to just be like Mr. Fenty. I Mm -hmm. love that. And it's Mm -hmm. perfect. And I encourage so many of my male comic friends to do that. I'm like, look, you're a comic. You're similar to me, not generating a ton of revenue off of it quite yet. Why don't you go date a nice gal who works in finance or tech or a lawyer. Like they have such a hard time getting dates. Find someone like you. It's good to have a yin and yang relationship. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like broke guys are always dating broke girls, equally broke girls, because I used to be the broke girl that dated broke guys all through my twenties. And then at some point you're just like, we can't both be the broke artist. So I don't know. I just, I I am very, very, very supportive of, because I'm feminist, I hope to make a ton of money one day. I'm very supportive of men who are happy to take a backseat in that way. I think it's incredible. I think- Oh, I think it's highly likely based on his chart that he's going to be one of the greatest stay-at-home dads of all time. Yeah, I love that. And that's exactly what she needs in a baby daddy, like, because she actually is going to be busy. She is a billionaire. Yeah, even if she, and I, I think she, like- Like I said, I think she's a person who goes from her gut. She's a Pisces Aries. She is like, she's taking in the world and then she's spitting out incredible ideas and curating incredible fashion and beauty uh, concepts and music sometimes when she feels like it. So like she, even if she tries to downshift at work, I'm sure that she's still texting people all day and being like, what if we do this? What if we do this? You know what I mean? Like, even though I don't think she's sitting in front of spreadsheets, I don't think she's asking people about like skews and things like that. You know, what's a skew? Like what what skew did you go to? It's a a skew. Did you go to Catholic skew or public skew? I know. Why do I know this word? Cause it has nothing to do with what I do, but it's like a, it's SKU. It's some sort of abbreviation and it's like individual items in your inventory. Wait, that's so funny. So I actually have a Valentine's day sale going on. Um, <gasps> click the link, but I will say every single time I go into my like items to do sales, they ask me about the SKU and I'm like, what yeah. are you asking me? And I just leave it blank. Right. Instead of saying items, it's cool to say skew. It's kind of like how instead of saying colors now, they say colorway. Somehow that popped up. Out Wait, of what? They say what? Sneakers. If you're getting sneakers or, or clothes or anything, they'll be like, oh, I really like this colorway. It's all one word. Instead of I like these colors. It's just one of those corporate kind of words that just kind of popped up. Like if you have 10 items in your collection, you say we have 10 SKUs. It's like each 
item's social security number. Like okay. It, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. all of this kind of sneaker has one skew. All of this kind of shirt has one skew. Obviously there are hundreds of them in existence because we're selling them, but each one of them is represented by one skew. Well, how do we get into this? I don't think Rihanna is not doing skew. Exactly. Rihanna is not getting into what the skews she's are. She's not a she skew is- girl. Yeah, she's she's just she's just pointing at things and going that and then making a gazillion dollars and not to say yeah. that that's like lazy or not hard work. I think she's working incredibly hard at it, but it's just that it's a it's gut with her. It's all gut level, I think. So okay. it is uh, based on the astrology. It is mm. even as the one degree Pisces sun, she's like the oldest in the she's sort of like a grandma who's like past the point of like niceties. Yes, that's it. Yes, she is just and my grandma today is the one year anniversary of her death. RIP. Rihanna's still here and she's an ancient. My grandma was like that. And I can totally see Rihanna being like my grandma being like when I came to Thanksgiving one year with bangs and I said, Grandma, do you like my bangs? And she said, she just looked at me for a minute and went, Did your nose get bigger? No, this is what Rihanna would say. Yeah. For her to do a frowny face to a 16 year old is like, yeah, she obviously doesn't relate to 16 year olds. (laughs) Exactly. She's just like, she has like no concept of that. Like what she's like, what is prom? Yeah. She's like, why would you look that way? What are you doing? And it's like, no, because it's an homage. She loves you. She loves you. But that's the thing. Aries moon opposite of Aries is Libra. Libra is we. Aries is me, especially in the 12th Mm. house. I think that she really is super self-protective, isolating. And that's why, like, even when she's doing shows, she doesn't look like that into performing, because I think even on a stage with all those people, she never felt more alone. I think she feels vulnerable on stage. I think that's what I'm saying when I'm like, she's too cool to perform. You have to put all of yourself out there. Like you have to literally, you're literally making a fool of yourself. Every time you get on stage, you're like, this could absolutely go terribly. And everyone's going to know I'm a fraud and an idiot. And like that terrifies her. So ASAP Rocky, Libra, Son. So he is we. He's like, I am here for the family. Like, oh my God, love that. Yep. I hope it's true. He absolutely is. Let me confirm it with his moon sign. Cancer. He's a cancer moon. Oh my God. There were such cute photos of ASAP holding their son and Jay-Z just like smiling, looking at the kid behind him. It's, oh my God. It was so cute. It was adorable. Shout out Blue Ivy for showing face. I know. Oh my God, she's so tall. I'm so jealous. So tall. And also like made me feel kind of better where like she and I kind of have the same like style where it's just like oversized black with like big hoops right now is is where we're at. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oversized is so allowed right now. It's great. I literally wore oversized blazers all weekend in Paris and like it was fine. There was, I didn't see a single person in like a form fitting outfit, which, oh my God, I still didn't tell you about. Oh, I know. We have much. Yeah. I need to know about the nude show. You went to like a nude show. Yeah, maybe we'll do it on Thursday. So like, if there was any part of Rihanna who was trying to get away with just being the grandmother without being the mother, because actually low key, her memory of her own childhood isn't, I mean, Chiron in the third house in Gemini can also mean that there's wounding from her childhood or wounding from feeling like she fit in or feeling like she had people that understood her or people who were mirrors for her in her early education. Like she wasn't totally supported in her learning or in her playhouse, like sharing, like she didn't maybe get a sharing lesson, lol. So that's why I asked if she has siblings. <laughs> I feel like, like that's like totally safe to say. But also she is, this is the other thing that's really weird is like with the Johnny Depp support, with the rice cake thing, with the prom picture, it makes me think she's not a girl's girl, but she is 
always with her girls. Melissa Ford is her friend from Barbados, who's been her Casey Cobb, her assistant since the beginning, and they are best friends. The That's videos- way different than being with my girls that I've accumulated on the way. Having one friend from your childhood is so Aries Moon. I know, but she's got a few, like she's usually with a little tiny entourage of girls. Like she, she but rolls, but, but, but they're not famous. Yeah, that's true. She is always the star. She is always the star. Like I think her and Beyonce sort of circling each other warily, even though they both have a stake in Jay-Z is a sign of that. Like, but that goes both ways. Beyonce opposite son to Rihanna. Beyonce's moon is in Scorpio. Rihanna's moon is in Aries, two signs that are ruled by Mars, who are war gods, Scorpio and Aries. So not only are they opposite fighters, they're opposite avatars in the video game of Jay-Z's business. They're also like their fighting styles are equal, but not the same. But they are both on a moon on an internal level. Aries and Scorpio moons are here on some level at a little bit of a war. They are Mars yeah. driven. And this isn't to pit women against each other either, because I don't think a Rihanna and Beyonce collab would make any sense. It's no, just they're literally they're, way too opposite. Yeah. Like they're just different. And like, they do occupy similar places. They both came up at the same time. Um, they both have, I, I mean, if you pay attention to their album releases, their releases never overlap. So they are in harmony. Like, well, because not, they both are, they both share a daddy. Yeah, exactly. But like, they are, they are, they are happy to work around each other. I think, mm-hmm. I don't think they're arguing. I don't think they're fighting. I don't think there's jealousy. I don't think they anything. even think about each other. I mean, Beyonce wasn't there last night. She's like, whatever, I'll get. Yeah. Like, I think they just kind of are in separate zones doing separate things. And like, but see, I think Rihanna is in that. a separate zone of similar to Pam Aries moon. These are two women who like kind of are living in their own bubble. Yeah. Okay. I could see that for sure. But ASAP, moon in cancer, trying her son with ASAP, Rihanna, like, has nowhere to, like, run and hide. She is faced with her softness. He's soft. He's he's a manly man. Libros are masculine. Oh, my God. He's a Libro. His Mercury is also in Libra, trying her her Mercury in Aquarius. So I think them when they're together, I think he softens her up a lot. And sometimes she might say stuff like, I don't know if they were together at the time, but if they were, I will be shocked if he didn't write underneath her frowny face post. Like we still got you kid. Like try again and send it. Here's our email. Yeah. I think he cleans up a lot of her harshness. He's pretty too. He's Libra pretty. Right. And it's important that they were, what were we saying with Rihanna? All of her besties were from the island. And she's known ASAP and been talking about having his baby for 10 years. It actually takes her a huge amount to open up. For real. Well, guess what? Actually, he was talking about her having his baby, which checks out. Like he was circling her, I think, for a long time. And she and just waiting for her to be ready. You know, Libras for- will wait in the friend zone. He was waiting. Yeah, yeah. He was waiting for Drake to finally have his final fuck up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, OK, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so glad she ended up with Drake, even though I stand them when they were together. I loved it, but it was never going to work. They're way too competitive. Yeah. And like he would have wanted to keep her down. I think I just have an inkling. I mean, why is he texting teenagers all the time? He wants someone who's moldable. He wants a Pygmalion kind right. of like thing. He wants to be the Pygmalion. But you know what I mean? Like he 
he wants to mold and sculpt someone who's naive. He doesn't want to have like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm being unfair. I'm being unfair. Well, Sorry. he is just like super Scorpio. I mean, what I will say about Rihanna and Drake, I would bet that their sex was off the charts. Great. But I think that he's a Scorpio. He's a, a, he is a textbook Scorpio. And I think Scorpio Pisces is a very alluring combination. I mean, oh, I'm a Pisces sure. rising and Nick is, is Nick Scorpio rising or Scorpio moon? I forget. He is a, I believe Taurus rising. Oh, and I'm a Taurus moon, but yeah. So he like, yeah, I think Scorpio Pisces is a, is a good combo. They're trying their water signs. Yeah. Oh, Megan Fox and MGK. Oh my God. I was going to say, wait, wait, wait. Can we talk about that really quickly? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What do you know? I don't know anything. It's a, it looks like allegedly she deleted everything of him off of her Instagram, which I'm like, girl, we're in our thirties now. I went like, we, are we doing this? Are we doing this? And then I guess she realized I'm in my thirties. I can't be doing this. And she deleted her whole Instagram. So oh, like, like Britney Spears style, like you can't even look it up. It's not just Madonna yeah. wiped. It's like, she doesn't even have one. Yeah, exactly. Which I think is definitely the more mature choice. Like, and, and the more like, not letting him know that he's annoying you choice like to to delete somebody's to delete all the photos this is another thing like with our conversation about Megan and how impeccable her game was when she was dating around Megan Markle like I I don't think Megan would ever be one to delete all the photos of someone off Instagram because that would show them that she cared and like it's so embarrassing. You just can't ever let a man know that you care that much. So like I I I do like the delete the whole Instagram move. If you need to do something, you should do that. Yeah, but who is that for? He would know if they were in a fight. Like that's for the public. I think she was just performatively pissed at him. And she was like, oh. she was trying to hurt him and trying to make it like, I'm gonna delete everything off my Instagram of you. You know what I mean? And like trying to hurt his feelings. So now I think she's going to, I don't know if they're going to break up or not. I, I don't when know When did these why. rumors start? Like, is this the first hint of it? Well, there's been some clips of them sort of squabbling at award shows, but it's also just a normal couple shit where it could be like the Ben and Jen thing where I don't think Ben and Jen are fighting in those clips. I think they're having normal. No, they made banter. a commercial. They literally made a commercial clowning us for thinking that they were fighting in those clips that we saw the day after they're great. Right, exactly. So I think, I don't know if you can really go by that, but I, I think the two of them are torturing each other and have been since they got together. Anytime someone says they, they love hard and fight hard, run for yeah, the hills, yeah. run for the hills. That is not healthy. No one should, you don't need to fight hard in a relationship. You just don't like you can actually have a relationship that's easy. I want to say as someone who like has gone through the love hard, fight hard cycle and continues to hang out there's no reason to fight hard ever again we got through it it was like a karmic attachment or whatever if you're fighting hard enough that you would love hard and fight hard you would never tell anyone you were fighting that hard it's a shame it's shameful you're not fighting that hard this is theater oh yeah i guess here's what i think with them with the love hard fight hard i think they're fighting like i think they are fighting they are fighting hard and like they are feeling weird about it. And that's why they keep trying to make it into this twin flame love story. Yeah, 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 like that's, yeah. They're trying to justify it to themselves. And I just hate it because like, it's like teenager, not to be like, think of the children, but like <laughs> teenagers are going to read those stupid interviews and be like, this is why I have to fight hard with Johnny and why we have the best relationship and we're meant to be together. And it's like, no girl, get out, get out of there. If someone I- makes you feel bad, get out, just go. 
Also, speaking of Rihanna, let's actually quote her. Let's think of the children. Even if you find yourself in a dysfunctional situation that you, for whatever childhood reason, are addicted to, are loving and fucking and fighting hard, when you realize you're an actual celebrity with an influence, she said on multiple interviews, the hardest decision of my life was to not go back to Chris. But I realized little girls are going to be following my every move and making their ugly ass wedding dresses in my image. But (laughs) I couldn't set that example for girl for young girls like I had to break a karmic cycle whereas it seems like with MGK and I think the thing with with Megan and Machine so I think they're they need something to justify that they broke up families for this love I don't know if they were or not I definitely don't think he was but I also think it's like they're both having a quarter life crisis as well. And they're just kind of trying to be iconic. Both of their careers are sort of sunsetting, you know, like neither one of them is really releasing their magnum opus right now. So I think it was also, it's also like a bid for publicity and to try to be the next Pam and Tommy. Like they sat down and watched the Pam and Tommy tapes and they were like, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to stay relevant. Megan Fox followed Eminem on Instagram right before she deleted the whole damn thing. Was it a sign? Another blonde bad boy or not? I think that would actually make a lot more sense because I don't think she likes, she tends to, she tends to him as if he's a little kid. And I don't think she wants that. I don't think she actually, I think she actually Right. Wants- She's like, boohoo, band-aid. Did you cut your finger? Let mommy drink it. Yeah, I think she wants to be the flower and she needs a gardener, but she's become a gardener in this relationship because he's a man child. And I think that's what's going to make her go. Eminem hates women. So it's really hard to say, or at least he did in the 2000s. Like maybe he's had a complete soul reconstruction since then, but it's very hard to believe. And well, but you know what they'll connect on working hard, playing hard and fighting hard. Like he, like Marshall is the king of me and Cam work hard. What is it? Play hard, fight hard, play hard. Love hard, fight hard. Yeah, like that all sounds too hard. Okay, I'll right. be like Rihanna pregnant on stage, just fucking like just shimmy a little and call it a yeah, day. Yeah, just do it. What you just show up. Literally, show all you up. can do is show up and be yourself in this world. Thank and you, you can Annie. Push it if you want. You can be like Lady Gaga, who I pushes it so hard that you can hear it in every note, or not. <laughs> That's very funny. You can only be exactly authentic to exactly what you are like Rihanna is and like Brittany and Kevin were in chaotic and like they were really like Tommy and Pam in a way that no one ever meant for them to be. And they they were just blustering around the screen being like drinking NyQuil or something like literally like what was going on in that show (laughs) and the creative process. For sure. Um, I think also like we've lost a lot in the loss of camcorders just in terms of fly on the wall footage because now you have to consciously start and stop every time you film something it's not like you're just going to hold your phone up always so I do think I don't know it's it's interesting I think someone really interesting to hear from about this would be Kardashian colloquium friend of the pod MJ Corey oh my god you know her I'm such a big fan she's one of the sub stacks I I pay for Yes, yeah, she was on Diva Behavior. What? How do you yes. know her? I've known her forever. We've just been internet friends for a long time. Yeah. Oh my God, let's see if she wants to pause time. Yes, she, she will. I'll she give will. her a reading. Yeah, but she, so she did something on Rihanna today and she was like basically saying we need to think really hard about where we are in terms of consumption culture that we're demanding more from this person, which well, I was like, whoa, well, I never would have thought about that. So that's what I was thinking too. When I realized she was pregnant, I was like, yo, this in and of itself 
is record breaking. But even like not being pregnant, her thing has always been restraint. It's always been being too cool and aloof. So it's like, it's actually kind of refreshing to see someone not be like, I'm putting my guts out on the table and I'm riding on an animatronic lion for roar, my ripoff of Eye of the Tiger. You know, Whoa, it's like, right. I just hate, I hate Katie Perry. Can you tell? But I, I hate, I know, I feel bad because people she's really just like her. such a Christian singer in the end. Yeah, and she's harmless, but I'm just like, there's no honky there, tonk, there. honky tonk. Yeah, but so- in Nashville. I was going to say, I think it would be really interesting to hear MJ, Corey, talk about the way that Pam and Tommy's relationship was so much about observing each other. Like, it was so much about who's holding the camera. Like, did they interact? How how many hours a day were they interacting on camera? Like, did they ever have arguments? Like, you're acting weird on camera. You're acting different on camera than you are when we're just alone. But also, who is this for? Because it's just, our, you know, like, I don't know. It's so interesting to me, the whole camcorder thing. And, like, couples recording each other, families recording each other. Like, you know, it it was so, such a more fly-on-the-wall medium. Like, we have so many home movies, and I'm sure you do, too, from when you're little, where it's just someone sitting in the corner with a camcorder taking in the atmosphere. And oh, yeah you don't have that with phones. Like with the phone, it's like, oh my God, my kid did something cute. Pull out phone, turn it on. Hey, do that again. Well, you know why though? It's not because it's not because of the awareness of it. It's because of the cloud. cloud. When you were doing camcorder videos, we were lucky if anybody even took the tape out of the camcorder and transferred it to something that we've got the machine that we could watch it on. Like there was something so, even though it was digital, it was something so analog about the camcorder process like my nudes they're leaked they're in the cloud steve jobs if interested can see my pussy right (laughs) but the reason that the pamela and tommy thing is actually so insane we do need a lawyer because you're right like not only was it stolen property from their house but it was not in the cloud these were videos that they really it, it, it shouldn't be called a sex tape it's not a sex tape it's a rape tape they raped them of the tape well on that note so it's just a coincidence that they all looked like this Woody Allen sperm. That is the million dollar question. Did she say, LOL, these look like sperm or did she just pull it from her collective from the collective unconscious? Like, I don't think she's seen the Woody Allen movie. I don't think she's sitting and taking notes on artists past. I don't think that's happening. so this wasn't a, a, like a pro-Semitic billionaire tribute. No, okay. no, that's the only good, good to Omar- confirm. Good to confirm. Yeah, like the only homage that was in this that I know, I saw a few things that some dance moves, there might have been something with um, BTS, the K-pop group that she did a little bit of their like signature dance move, but it still proves my point. The only homage that I saw in this, which normally these things have a ton of homage and a ton of pastiche and right, nostalgia. Right. The only thing was the Andre Leon Talley coat. And that's just like, that's a modern day guy who she was friends with, who was awesome to her and who shepherded her through the fashion world. So it's like, she's not looking back on things. She's not looking into the archives. She's just looking at what's immediately in front of her and digesting that and spitting out something like super cool. So I don't think she saw the Woody Allen movie, but I do, I do think she could have consciously known it was a sperm thing and had a winking uh, acknowledgement of that for sure. And if for some reason you are listening to this, Anna, is it okay if I call you Anna, especially because of your chart, Despite his Wait, Anna? Gross- who's Anna? Rihanna. Rihanna. No, you don't call it's her. It's like Anna. a it's familiarity. No, it's Riri. Annie. 
It's Bad Gal Riri. You know, I my screen name on Instagram in my big glory days of comedy was Bad Girl Rara. And, oh, that's great. But um, I was confronted by um, a fellow comedian who said that I was appropriating and I changed it. You have to tell me who that was because I'll tell you later. She's just really think... sent. She was just very, she's a sensitive friend and she's still a good friend, but it was one of those things where like, I was, she was like, yeah, I was just like, oh my God, I'm not trying to hurt anybody. Like, oh my God. I don't think you were appropriating. Bad girl, Rara. Yeah. The I reason mean... I'm actually glad that she said something though is not because I was appropriating, but low key, I was the only person that I could see from Insta land to Insta Ryzen. Like, but then right after I changed it, I felt like my discover page was flooded with bad girl, something, somethings. Oh. So she didn't stop me from being insulting, but she stopped me from being hack. And for that, I'm grateful. Things work out. You can't always plan. It's the unconscious that makes the difference. Join the Patreon. If you want to talk about this, patreon.com slash space trash podcast, leave us a review on Apple podcasts, a five-star review rating with a nice review, some nice words. So just get write a reading down for Valentine's day. Yeah. Get a reading for Valentine's day. That's it. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles, the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.